What's good, Universal Sports Hub? Happy Labor Day. hope everyone's out there enjoying the last day of summer. But we are going to kick the week off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. We're going to preview the 2019 Buccaneers. A lot of changes for them. Uh, one constant remains the same as Jameis Winston at quarterback. We're going to dive into him, get everyone's thoughts. But uh, today I am joined by the Juice Man, Hunter Grand. Moody Wop, Double L Colin, and TK. We got a full group in today for Buccaneers talk. How we feel about the Bucks? Just uh, general I'm really talk. excited to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Me I, mean, too. I, I couldn't miss this podcast. Same man. Left work early to come to this one. Been waiting. As you can hear, they're eager. So let's dive into it, guys. Off season, they get Bruce Arians. He's now in as the coach. Um, they go out. They get in Dominican suit. Uh, Dion Buchanan. They bring Bashar Perriman in, failed first rounder from Baltimore, Jaquil Barrett, Earl Watford, and Blaine Gabbert. Nothing too spectacular. I mean, they lost their two best defensive players, though. Gerald McCoy leaves, and so did Quan Alexander. So defense still took a bit of a loss. They did draft Devin White, Sean Bunning, um, Jamal Dean, helped the secondary in the line out a little bit uh, with Anthony Nelson, but... They were draft heavy um, in terms of defense. So we look at this team, they're obviously not really well built on defense. You lose your leaders in McCoy and Alexander. And then you look at the offensive side of the ball where they bring in Arians, who's, this is this is make or break for Jameis Winston's career right now. He needs to have a good year. So guys, do you think Arians can kind of be that quarterback whisperer and get, I mean, I'm not saying he has to play great or really good or anything, but do you think he can get, Jameis Winston on track to be the long-term starter for the Buccaneers going forward. Absolutely not. They're going to get shown in that whole division. Yeah, they're getting. They're swept. not going to win one play, well, one divisional game. They're okay. going to sweat right out of that division. All right. Well, that's 0 six. Looking them <laughs> in the face, but a lot of positivity over here from Colin and TK. <laughs> uh, Smoot and Rick. I need some. Uh, I need to hear it. Let's go. Rick well, said he's excited to talk. I need to hear him. They do not have a great run game to help them out. They don't really have any wide receivers other than Mike Evans. Chris Godwin's good. Okay, moving on. No, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think Winston's going to get it done this year. So you think they're going to move on at the end of the year? Is that kind of like what you guys are feeling? Like that's it for Jameis and Tampa? Uh, they probably won't move, move on, but they're going to let repeatedly, like teams normally do with guys. They hold on to them and just keep failing. All right, fair enough. I mean, you would look at it, I mean, it seems there's a lot of optimism in this room in terms of the Buccaneers sucking this season from you guys. So, like, that's why I ask you is because if they get a top-10 draft pick, I mean, when they don't you think they'd be tempted at all to take a quarterback? No. I would be. I mean, especially if I, if, if I were you guys and you're sitting here saying, I don't think Jameis is going to do it, why the hell wouldn't I draft a quarterback? Yeah, but that's – us talking—that's not how they're going to look at it. They're going to say, "Oh no, James." Well, I'm trying. You have to hack like you're the Buccaneers GM right now and give me a critical thought on this. Critical thought? No. If I'm the if I'm running the Buccaneers, yes, I'm looking at a quarterback. But I don't think the actual team is going to look for a quarterback. I'm okay. not looking at a quarterback. Oh, because there's you could go out there and trade for Melvin Gordon. Maybe he can make Jameis a little better when you have a run game. Makes your quarterback better, elevates the game. Look at Dak Prescott when he has Ezekiel Elliott, right? So, in terms of they get a top 10 pick, no, I don't think they'll go for a quarterback. All right. What do the Buccaneers have that might interest the Chargers and trade him for? Are you giving up first-rounders? Picks. 
I mean, I don't think the Buccaneers can be in any position to give up a first. Right. So what if they don't got anything. Future first at this point. I also don't, can get. I don't, also don't think it would take a one to get them. It's going to take. I think it would. I think a second. And are you only renting Melvin? No, I mean, well, it depends if he wants to sign. But that's I mean, the thing. Well, what would you draw Melvin? Well, here's the thing. Wants to sign. I would. I don't think I would do it. But the only See, way. Yeah. But Melvin is somebody that <clears throat> somebody's going to want. I mean. There's a lot of teams that could use a running back. Yeah, Absolutely. you're not wrong. But it's I, not like Clowney where I mean everybody wanted Clowney too, but people had defensive players that could you know, this is a running back. There's only one good running back for every team is that. Yeah. See you mentioned yeah. Clowney that Clowney wanted to go to a team where he could win. He didn't feel that Houston was a Super Bowl contender. Melvin Gordon has constantly said, I just want to get paid. Tampa can pay him. Well that's my only thing. Um if I'm the Bucks, I wouldn't give up a first-round pick, but if I'm one of those other teams interested that is like a playoff bubble team or a definite playoff team, I'd consider giving up a first if he comes with a new contract and I don't have to like risk losing him after the year for nothing. Like That would be the only way I would give up a first-round pick. That would honestly be the only way I would try to do a trade with him. Yeah. Well, I don't think contract. Tampa would give up a first. I'm saying they yeah. don't have anything else to offer, though, and it wouldn't really work out, though. It's basically I'm saying this trade wouldn't work. Because Tampa has nothing to offer unless they are stupid enough to give that first round pick, and Chargers have no reason to trade them for yeah. nothing. Yeah. I mean, the market's there for Melvin Gordon. Yeah, and I think that'll develop. But let's get back on track with the Bucks. Um, we look at this defensive, uh, the defensive side of the ball. It's pretty weak, guys. They don't really have a ton of playmakers there. Um, they went into the draft this year. They're hoping Devin White. Um, some of the other like corners they drafted that they're just hoping they can get some players here. I don't think they have anything. I, I this is going to be a bad defense, Sorry. and they're in a division where you have Matt Ryan and Drew Brees who could throw 300 yards in their sleep probably on this defense, and then even Cam Newton. I take an I, I take an injured Cam to I, lead them down the field for 250 300 yards on this defense. I think a McCaffrey. They're just not good. I think a McCaffrey could go for in the air and only ground for 300 yards himself versus teams. Yeah. 300 both combined, combined in the air and on the ground. I was going to say, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Three just for him. They're bad. Yeah, and I, I, it's what happens. You lose Quan Alexander. I mean, you did bring the Dominican Sue in to lighten the blow of losing Gerald McCoy, but, like, guys, you look at this team. They have a long way to go. And that's that kind of goes into your point of not drafting a quarterback in the first round, too, because if there's a guy on the defensive side of the ball that can make a day one impact, like they're kind of hoping White can, hey, you have to do it probably because you can get away with Jameis being okay, but like you got so much on this team that needs to be built up. I look at the offensive line. I mean, DeMar Dotson's good. Allie uh, Marford, he's good. The rest of that, the rest of the line stinks. I, mean, I like O.J. Howard. I think, uh, especially in a Bruce Arians offense, could start to really potentially get on track for a former first-round pick. But, I mean, other than that, like Rick said, I mean, it's Mike Evans. I mean, you got O.J. Howard and Chris Godwin, who you're hoping take a step forward. There's not a ton to really, like, fall in love with here. I don't know how many dubs Jameis will be eating this year, but I know we'll be, we'll be trying his ass off. So, yeah. guys, we'll just get right down to the nitty-gritty. We need a prediction from every one of you here. Are the Bucks a Super Bowl team? No. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm going to say on record they are 4-12. Damn it. I need to start going first. Every time we go to predictions, I'm the last one with the, my you're, record against Damian. You're up. All right, 4-12. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I will go with five and eleven. Damn, Rick the Optimist over here. Just because they're gonna, I feel like they'll have another good start, and then you know. Well, they don't have fist well, magic. Yeah, fist magic. They don't think that's <laughs> offensive play. Yeah, I, I, I just think that somehow they'll have that lucky start. All right, that's fair. They'll get five. Could understand that, but uh, I mean, guys, that'll do it. Uh, we don't really have a ton of optimism for the Buck season, but maybe they'll prove us wrong. Probably not, but. Big Yag signing off for TK, Double L Collins, Smoothie Wop, and the Juice Man Hunter Grand. We will talk to you tomorrow as we have the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray edition coming up.